Welcome to the Church Leadership Podcast, your weekly source for encouraging and equipping local church leaders with your hosts, Mark Ganey and Andy Frazier. In each episode, Andy and Mark sit down with church leaders that you should know. We believe these honest conversations will be helpful and encouraging to you as you lead the local church. Here is this week's episode. Welcome to this week's episode of the Church Leadership Podcast. Man, we are so excited to be back with you. We're excited you're with us. And uh, our mission is still the same here at the Church Leadership Podcast. We want to encourage and equip local church leaders to be disciples and make disciples. And so that's what we believe today's conversation is about. So we're glad you're here. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you get notifications uh, when a new episode airs. And some of you have reached out to us lately because you're thinking we're not getting those notifications. It's because we haven't had a new episode in in several weeks. And, And quite honestly, this is the first extended break we have ever taken in this journey of the Church Leadership Podcast. So we feel like we owe you, the Church Leadership Podcast Nation, a little bit of an explanation about what's going on. And, and we're not stopped. We, we're not giving up. We're not quitting. Um, we really just took a break. And it wasn't even an intentional break. It's just it happens in life. And so Andy and I have been extremely busy. Uh, we've been doing conferences and events and family stuff has come up. And so in a course of life, things happen, right? And uh, so we did. We took a step back and focused on some things that needed our attention. And uh, we are back with you, and we're so glad to be back. Yeah, we're glad you are joining us here this week. Uh, Those who are watching and those who are listening, we are grateful for you. If you're fairly new to the podcast, uh, we normally, Mark and I, talk about something uh, that's important to us or we're passionate about every five or so episodes. But the last few episodes... Uh, that were recorded. Mark and I felt the need to talk about some things, and then we thought it would be great for us to jump back in together and uh, and end the little mini break That's we were right. on. And we felt like, as Mark said, we needed to do that with everything that was going on. And we're grateful for those of you who have encouraged us. Like Mark said, some of you have reached out to us and said, hey, uh, when's the new episode dropping? You know, uh, <laughs> it's Tuesday, and I haven't, haven't got a notification. So thank you guys for being yeah. so encouraging. And what we're going to talk about today may have a little bit to do with yes. uh, taking a break. That's right. So today's conversation is really going to be geared around the specific topic of summer. Uh, while we're recording this podcast, we're getting ready, or we're actually into summer now. A lot of schools are out. Some schools are about to be out. And, uh, and it's really, if you've been in ministry long, if you've been a leader in a local church long, you know that uh, ministry is in seasons, really, and different parts of life, different parts of the year change things around church and church leadership. And, uh, and so there's a different rhythm, you know, at different times of the year. And this is certainly one of those times where the rhythm is very different. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, I heard in a song a while back that the rhythm is going to get you, you know, and it will. Rhythm is going to get you. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard that too. Uh, and it can if you're not careful. Summertime can either be a glorious time of rest and recovery and spending time with family, or it can be just another season of hurry and busyness and trying to get way too much accomplished. And we can do that personally. We can do that in our families, but also we can do that organizationally with our churches. We can try to put too much on our plate, or maybe we can go to the opposite end of the spectrum and be maybe too relaxed that's right that's right we wanted to talk a little bit about how we handle summer and what we enjoy about summer some things that we watch out for and we try to be careful about 
hopefully it'll help you as you're getting ready to go into this season of ministry during the summer. A lot of people in ministry dread summer, Mark. They do. Uh, they don't look forward to it. Uh, one of the things I think that discourages a lot of people during the summertime is all these events that they have going on and attendance is down during yeah. the summertime. And obviously we know that's true because summer is travel time. It's that's vacation right. time for the average family in the U.S. They take uh, their vacation during the summer. That's right. And and again, that's part of that natural rhythm that we're talking about. And so the reason we're even bringing this up, honestly, is because we believe it is a discipleship issue, mm-hmm. which everything really is. But I think as a leader and as a pastor, it's an opportunity to disciple your people into how to handle this rhythm yeah. and how to handle this different time of, of year. And so, yes, so we're going to talk about some things maybe that we have planned or that we normally plan, things that we do that... Uh, we try to disciple our people in different ways during the summer. One of the things that we do every year, or at least we have done every year for a long time, is we try to create uh, or maintain momentum in different creative ways. One of the ways is, you know, in the summer, I take an opportunity to, um, you know, talk about different topics that maybe we don't get to throughout the year. A lot of the year I'm preaching, uh, you know, through books of the Bible and, and specific passages. And so the summer, I kind of take it as an opportunity to hit some topics. And, and uh, I like to creatively link those topics together. And uh, they're so wide ranging sometimes it's hard to do. So we do something at our church every year called Summer Blockbusters. And so we just take or we try to take some of the big movies out during the summer and use it kind of as a a way to introduce a topic. So, you know, we may uh, talk about, I think my student pastor is going to be preaching on Dr. Strange movie, right? And he's going to be talking about the meaning of life. You know, what, what, what is the purpose and the value of life? And then, you know, one of the weeks, um, I think we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, kind of the crazy just pace of life and busyness. And I don't even remember what movie we're going to use to talk about that, but we're going to use a movie to talk about that. And, uh, you know, so it's kind of to talk about the things that really matter, but in a creative way. And so we try to do that. And I, I want you to hear me carefully. We're not trying to uh, generate false excitement or generate, you know, false activity or entertain people. What we're really trying to do is, is, is to create some momentum around things during the summer, which sometimes have the tendency to suck the momentum right out of us, especially as leaders, when we look out and we can throw a rock and not hit somebody in, in the crowd, right? So, so maybe some creative ways to, to maintain or even you know, uh, increase the momentum during the summer like that. Yeah, speaking of blockbusters, we don't want your church to be like the blockbuster franchise and just slowly die on yeah. the vine and disappear. Yeah. You know, yeah. That's what we're talking about. Summertime can seem like everybody has left the building yep. and... Uh, if you are faithful to keep on doing what you're supposed to be doing in making disciples and those disciples understand their role is to make disciples, then the summer you may have a lull in attendance. And I encourage you, if you do have or don't have anything big going on in your church, don't be discouraged by the numbers. Don't be discouraged right. by who's there versus who's not there. Enjoy feeding the sheep that are there. And with the glorious intervention that God has given us to see the beauty of technology, your people are really going to be involved and engaged in your church even when they're on vacation or away this summer. So uh, they can uh, watch online, they can digitally give, you know, they can communicate with you and, and fellow church members so they can feel involved and engaged even though they're away. And don't make your people feel guilty about going on That's vacation, right. by the way. That's That's, right. they, they should want time away. 
uh, but extended vacations where <laughs> where maybe they're visiting the the uh, church of the Holy Comforter or Cotton <laughs> Springs Baptist Church right. or you know uh, that's a whole different story. But you know people being away, needing to take yeah. time away to rest and relax and have fun with their family, we should encourage that. We should right. want people to do that, and we as pastors and church leaders, we need to do that. That's right. We need to take time away, and we don't need to be discouraged that we can't be there every single time the doors are open. Uh, we need to understand that our family needs us and our bodies and our minds need rest and time away. So don't be discouraged when the su- summer rhythm and pattern kind of disrupts that normal steady That's right. uh, uh, way that your ch- ch- church uh, measures metrics and, and counts attendance and those kind of things. It's going to be different this summer. And like Mark said, you can do something to engage people and to make them feel like, hey, we, we don't want to miss out on that. That's right. Uh, because it's not a it's not a sneaky way to, to slide God's Word in there, what he's talking about. He's, he's saying, look, we're all about teaching God's Word creatively. So That's we're right. going gonna to let you see how our society and even how things that we, we're normally viewing uh, are all tied together. And we, we get those principles for life from God's Word. That's right. And, and so what Andy said is so important. I think as leaders, we're going to model for our people uh, how they're to approach this different season of life. And so if, if you put shame and guilt on them, you know, like when people have been on vacation, you come back, oh, well, y'all still members here? You know, saying stuff like that. I mean, that, that's not the model that we want to portray. And so the way we approach summer is going to help give them a healthy model. So mm-hmm. if you take a vacation, which you should take a vacation, if you take a break, you should take a break. If you have a Sabbath, you know, sabbatical Sabbath season, week two, whatever, that's healthy for you mm-hmm. as a leader, and that expresses to our people it's healthy too. But here's the thing. If if you do that the right way, then your people are going to see that we're taking a break maybe from the activity of church, but certainly not unplugging from God that's right. during the summer. Just because you're not at a worship service on a particular Sunday doesn't mean that you've checked out and said, well, I'll see God when I get back. And I think that's an important reminder for your people as well. Yeah, when they see you come back from that time, refreshed or renewed, you've got the, 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 this, uh, this healthy emotional state that you're in, that encourages them a lot. That's right. Uh, I mean, I want to follow a leader who takes care of themselves. I do. And I want to see that modeled for me. So when we do that well for our people, it encourages them to not feel guilty about taking time away with their family, but also encourages them, like Mark said, to keep going. It's not a break from, you know, your relationship with God or your responsibility to have, you know, those daily appointments with Him or to disciple your family. It's an opportunity to do that in, in a way right. when you're away from your normal setting of being in church. Absolutely. And by the way, the, what we're talking about right now is the reason that you haven't seen a new episode in the last few weeks. That's right. Because we realized, uh, you know, spiritual health, mental health, emotional health, physical health uh, required us to take uh, a few weeks. And mm-hmm. so, uh, we again, we thank you for understanding that and appreciating that. Something else that you could do during summer that I, I like to do, um, if I'm pouring into somebody, if I'm mentoring somebody in ministry, I think the summer is a great opportunity to give those people uh, a platform and an opportunity to to hone their skills, mm. specifically in teaching and preaching. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, again, we're not saying that we expect the crowds to be, uh, you know, nothing, but the crowds will be hit or miss and lower in the summer. So what a great opportunity with a lower pressure situation 
to you know help equip and train and teach someone to begin preaching if, if they feel called to the ministry. So we've got I know of at least three people uh, in you know in and around our church over the next uh, couple months that are going to be teaching during the summer uh, for that express reason. Yeah, that's a great opportunity as you are not only discipling people but developing leaders to give them opportunities. And the summer is a great time to do that. And people that you know and people that you trust, give them opportunities to do it. You're not, you're not parachuting somebody in outside no. of your church or your organization to come in and share something or hijack the mission of your church. Right. You know people are there who are teaching and leading and serving in the life of your church. They believe in your mission. They believe in you as a leader. So it's a very good fit to have opportunities to do that. We do that as well. We have people in our church who are key leaders that we give them opportunities during the summertime when we're gone, when we're away, taking a vacation. And it's it's a blessing to them. It's a blessing to our church. And man, it's a huge blessing to us as mm-hmm. a pastor or someone to know uh, we're, we're trusting somebody with that great responsibility to lead or teach. And, uh, and you don't have to worry. You don't have to worry about anything crazy happening, right. being said or done or anything. So that's a great, great way to disciple people and develop leaders. That's exactly right. And, and I think another thing for me for the summer, I'll, you know, you've heard me talk about how I love the end of the year because I start you know, planning and strategizing and thinking about the vision for the new year. I think summer is almost a second chance to start over. I view it that way every year. So I kind of take stock during the summer and think through, okay, we're halfway done. You know, where are we in our goals? Where are we in our vision? You know, where are our people? What, what issues have arisen? Uh, what needs have we met? What needs have we not met? And so to me, you know, I, I've kind of started that process when I took a few days of vacation last week, that process of, of beginning to evaluate that. And to me, it's a second chance at a new new year. And I, I view it that way every year. So I begin to gear up things for the summer, you know, during the summer for the fall. And so rather than being discouraged by the fact that maybe your crowd was 10% or 20% less this week than it was last week, you know, and all these people on vacation, take it as an opportunity to say, okay, well, let me step back a little bit. I've got more time maybe, or, or maybe I have less time, but I've got more focused time during the summer that I don't have to do everything that I normally do maybe spend it evaluating and strategizing and planning and dreaming about the, the months left in this year. So I would encourage you to do that. I think, I think summer's a great time to do that. And I would encourage you to do it, you know, by a lake or by a pool or by the beach. Yeah, that's right. Because uh, it's always awesome to be in God's creation while you're evaluating these things. Yeah, evaluating is key. Uh, and understanding through time not just every summer, but through the scope of multiple years looking at your church, what is helpful and what is not helpful. You know, and we don't want to, like we mentioned earlier, we don't want people to feel guilty about taking vacation or taking time away with their family. And people's normal rhythms and patterns during the summer is they do spend more time outdoors at the lake or the pool or whatever. And why not take advantage of that? Why not encourage groups to meet together outside of your normal time for connection and community, for that to go deeper, to invite new people into the life of your church, for them to connect with people that maybe they don't know so well. That's what we try to do in our church is we try to really either introduce the idea to some groups or encourage groups to meet outside of our normal Sunday and Wednesday is when we meet. Meet outside of Sunday and Wednesday time. Get families together. Let them cook out, swim, have fun. And those connections and those friendships that that are built during that time seem to really, really help. And you have people who may be on the fringe 
who are starting to come to your church or might be interested in your church, we've had a lot of those people who visit us during the summertime simply because of those opportunities outside of our normal yep. scheduled uh, gathered times where they have already connected with people, they've formed friendships and bonds, and they immediately not only come to, to a worship service, but they're already connected to some kind of small group and jump in yep. there. I think that's fantastic. And, you know, again, it's the part of that rhythm. Take advantage of the the rhythm that's that's out there. And Annie and I have talked about this. Don't try to fight uh, the natural flow of summer, right? Don't try to fight against it. Just realize this is where we are. Let's use it to our advantage. You know, our church had uh, a, a night at a minor league baseball uh, event in our in our town in Birmingham last week, and it was a great opportunity. Most of us didn't even watch the game. By the way, it was a terrible game. Our, our, our city's team did not do well, but, but we had that time to connect and to build community, and there's, there's no substitute for that. You can't do that any other way other than spending time together. Yeah. And people oh, want to do it anyway. My guess, Mark, is there, were, there was food involved with yes, these conversations that's as right. well. So food was don't involved. Don't forget, that's a key factor during any time, especially during summertime. That's Make exactly sure right. there's some food involved. I mean, funnel <laughs> cakes, come on, man. That's in the Bible somewhere, right? <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, absolutely. Use what we have available and the rhythm that we have available. Use it to your advantage and, and plan with it um, because I believe God could use that in great ways to to really strengthen the connections and the relationships and the community in your church and really to begin to help your church think outside the box, right? They're going to be at the ball fields. Mm-hmm. Why not? You know, this is something we're going to do this summer. Uh, we're going to challenge our people to be missionaries, mm-hmm. uh, both in person and digitally. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, people are at the ball fields, people are on social media, those kind of things. Why not use the summer to, to help them think missionally in the places they're going to be anyway? Yeah, involve uh, multiple people during the summertime that might not have the time or the margin otherwise. That's involve right. students or teachers or people like that that maybe their their summertime schedule frees up. That's what we try to do. Uh, we do some community projects and opportunities to serve, and we know people have a little bit more time to do that during the summer than they would otherwise because you can't wait until the fall or Christmas to try to start playing anything because people don't have any room in their schedules right. at that time. So summer sometimes presents opportunity for some of those people to have some freedom to be able to do things. Uh, we have some people who are basically kind of on call during the summertime. We have some things come up. We'll, we'll, we'll get in touch with them and they'll, they'll jump right on it. And that's a, that's a great thing to see that their rhythm and pattern in their life has some flexibility and freedom to do that. Yeah. And uh, uh, we just uh, celebrated our graduates at our churches and uh, not only recognize them but commission them it's a great time during the summertime a transition between someone graduating from high school mm-hmm. to to going to college to use them during the summer uh, to to grow them and stretch them and give them opportunities as well that's right so we're hopefully we've encouraged you a little bit today about the the season of summer and uh, kind of coming off of our break hopefully encourage you to take a break and to use this summertime, a break from the normal rhythm, uh, really to to build and, and maintain momentum, but also to do some things that uh, are going to really help you down the road to, to be a disciple that makes disciples, because that's, that's really what we're all called to, to do in V. Yeah, and let me just give a word of encouragement and challenge to those who might be watching or listening who are not full-time in ministry. Maybe your bivocational 
and you have responsibilities outside of serving at your local church, maybe summertime for you is tougher. Yeah. Maybe you're busier. Maybe you are still trying to carry the load of you know, working your, your job and managing what's happening with the ministry in your church and trying to mix in a vacation with your family. That's kind of how life is for us. Uh, summertime can be actually a lot busier for us. So be aware of that and be intentional yes. about planning for that. Uh, don't let things kind of catch you off guard where the next thing you know, it's fall has started back around and your family hasn't taken a vacation or you haven't taken some time for yourself to get away to rest and relax and reflect. So let me encourage you, if you are in uh, bivocational ministry, you feel like that's not a possibility, reach out to us. We'll, we'll give you some creative ways where we that's can right. help you. There's opportunities. There are organizations who want to minister to uh, pastors who are overwhelmed and busy and, and uh, even those guys who are in bivocational who may not have the means. There's opportunities yes. for you and your family to get away and have time where, where people want to take care of you financially and make sure that that's a viable option for you to to make sure that happens with your family. So if that's you, uh, we encourage you to reach out to us. We'll pray for you. We'll help you any way we can. But summer can be, like we said earlier, it can be either really, really busy or it can be just a fun, slow-paced time. But the bottom line is we're never called to stop making disciples or we're never called to stop following Jesus and take a break. We always need to be pursuing Christ. That's right. So hopefully you've been encouraged to do that. And uh, like Andy said, if we can encourage you in any other way or we can help you do that, or if you need some practical help in making that happen, certainly reach out to us at contact at churchleadershippodcast.com. And in the meantime, we can't look, we can't wait. We are looking forward. We can't (laughs) wait until the next episode. We're looking forward to the next episode next week. And so we'll be right here again next week. And uh, until then... Uh, we encourage you to continue to be disciples and make disciples. We'll see you next time. Thank you for watching and listening. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Church Leadership Podcast. Don't forget to share, subscribe, and even review our podcast on your favorite podcast listening app. 